Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically performing preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the of reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed so grace and peace everyone it's your boy t barlow with another episode of bars and tonight we're gonna do something a little different uh normally we have uh, an artist on well tonight i don't have an artist on but i have a brother who loves the art of music period really but you know in particular for this particular show we're gonna keep it as reformed as possible uh because who i have on the line is none other than one of the administrators of the group that kind of kicked off a lot of stuff for me personally reform bars so on the line i have samuel josiah sticker say what up to the folks sir what's up what's up how y'all doing Yeah, you know it's funny. Uh, just to let the listener know, when I when I invited him onto the show, he was like, "But I'm not a rapper," <laughs> and I was like, "You know, I straight had I had straight had like a super hot fire gift going through my mind and everything, man. Like I'm not a rapper, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> right, right, right. But I'm not a rapper. No, but but no, I I, I wanted you on the show, man, because like a lot of I think I think quite a few of our listeners actually come from uh, the foreign bars community, man, and, and I thought that. Then it's how the, the the bulk of our topics usually are centered around uh, you know Christian rap, Christian hip hop, Christian music, and so forth. I mean, why not have one of the admins on? And sure, I might start working my way through some of the other ones. Then, but first off, uh, something I like to do every time I get a call on man, just you know tell the people a little bit something about yourself. Um, so my name is Sam Stricker. Um, just got married in February to my beautiful wife Sadie. Um. Got a baby on the way already. Uh, do March. Three words. Uh, That's what's up, sir. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> life's been crazy, man. Just moved from Augusta, uh, Georgia, to San Antonio, Texas, because uh, I'm in the military and um, you know being stationed out here um, at Lackland Air Force Base. So um, I'm in I'm in the Navy though, and people always ask me questions. You know, how is the Navy stationed on our Air Force Base? But 
um, yeah, it's it's funny, but um, yeah. you know, you know, <laughs> honestly, I've, I've often wondered what it is that you do because uh, I remember at a at like like there was there was a conversation about flat Earth conspiracy and so forth, and, and 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 you was like, man, my job would be impossible if the Earth was flat. Oh man, um, <laughs> so. Uh, I'm actually in military intelligence. Um, okay, all right. Yeah, we don't need to know anymore because I, I, I feel like yeah. now, like me asking you questions, <laughs> I'm going to get shot. So it's going to be yeah. alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's probably best that we don't, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. let's leave that alone. We, I don't know. We don't know what he does. We're going to try to strike that from the record. Y'all forget everything y'all just heard. <laughs> hey, so yeah. how, long, how, long, uh, how long would you say that you've been a Christian? Did you grow up in the church or... So, uh, yeah, I did go up in the church, um, but I wasn't actually a Christian until uh, a little over three years ago. Um, okay. Where, uh, yeah, basically, um, I grew up in a very charismatic, very, uh, I guess you would say, like, very, like, seeker-friendly and uh, almost borderline health and wealth prosperity gospel, um, non-denominational church of Fayetteville, North Carolina. Um and it it uh really had a lot of I mean they I will say they did preach the, the gospel but um, my heart was hardened you know um, just like Pharaoh's heart and um, I didn't care to hear or listen to anything the pastor said that would add any beneficial parts to it um, but you know basically the church when my parents first started going there were like 150 members but by the time that I left there. Um, when I was 16 years old, it was about 9,000. And um, so it was a massive church. And uh, <clears throat> I will say, becoming a believer, already having a lot of um, understandings and like, of like, you know, certain passages in scripture and uh, stories in scripture, you know, basically like the parable that Christ told stuff, a lot of it made a lot more sense than prior to. But uh, I was already in the military. Um, by the time I became a Christian, um, I was actually first stationed in Augusta, Georgia. Um, but prior to me going there, I went and visited my sister Esther and her brother uh, and her husband, my brother-in-law Christian, um, and my parents going to Apologia out in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, I heard the gospel preached by Jeff, Pastor Jeff Durbin out there. For the first time, where it seemed clear to me, and my brother-in-law mm. kind of took me underneath his his wing a little bit the entire time I was out there, and uh, really kind of like kind of gave me like a a very quick snapshot boot camp discipleship almost. Um, and he like gave me, you know, he knew I was a huge hip hop head. And he gave me uh, an album from Beautiful Eulogy uh, called Instruments of Mercy. And uh, so that really, like, him, his discipleship, the preaching from Jeff Durbin, and then me taking that album and, like, you know, listening to it literally, like, 24-7 for, you know, literally, like, the next year and a half afterwards, almost. It was, like, life-changing. And it really kind of, that's what kicked off my testimony to, toward the Lord. Um, so... Wow, that's amazing. And you know, it's crazy because, like, like in all honesty, you know, to hear that it's only been about like three years, man. Like, I watched the way that you interact online, 
and, and like you interact with such a maturity, well, I would have thought that it was longer than that, <laughs> you know, I mean, and all that, you know, not the big your head, you know, make, give you a big head or anything, man, but like, yeah, it's, it's on so many levels, like just, just the way that, you know, sometimes like I see your comments on certain things and it's just like, nah, man, that's not, like, like if something's not fair, you're going to call it like, you're going to call it not fair. And then at the same time, it's like, you're very gracious in your approach. And so forth, man. And so, so no, that, that, that's awesome. I think I think a lot of that shows you definitely see the fruit of the spirit just so in that alone. So, so, so you say you said you were a big hip hop head. Um, this is a question that I asked like later on in the show, but I'm just out of curiosity. Like, like who are who are some of the who who are you listening to around then before? Uh, I want to say before you got saved, but who who were some of the artists that you were following then? Man, I mean, really, um, before I became a Christian, um, really, I would say I was listening to nothing but guys from like the 90s. Um, I wasn't keeping up with no new stuff, really, because, uh, you know, I grew up in a very, like, you know, rough area and I grew up on the streets. And, um, and I listened to a lot of, like, you know, guys like, uh, Walker Flocker and Gucci Man and all that, but after a while, like I really kind of realized, like, wow, these dudes are actually like really not good. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> like, like these guys are really not talented. Like, this doesn't even really actually sound that great. The beat's dope, right. but they don't, they don't have no, like, they're not flowing over it well. Like, they're not saying nothing that I actually can relate to. So for me, yeah. it, it was like. Uh, you know, I basically just like, I, I mean, I already was a fan of Tupac, but I basically like dove like real deep into him a lot. Um, Most Def uh, was a guy I was listening to a lot. And you know, Black Star with Khalid Kweli. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, one, uh, two, listening. three, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that album. Even to this day, man, I still love that album. There's a lot of good things on there. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, it's uh, I really dove a lot. Like especially Tupac was probably the main one I listened to. Really, um, yeah. I remember when I first joined the military. Like, you know, I was in A school and down in Pensacola, and uh, which is like the training you got to go through to like learn your job in the Navy. And um, my roommate came in one day and he heard me listening to Tupac. He was like, "Man, you always listening to this dude. Like, turn this junk off." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I was sitting there studying, you know, but <laughs> yeah, it's like I listen to Tupac a lot, man. I probably could still recite the words to almost every single track that he ever put out. So, wow, yeah, that's, that's a lot of tracks. Yeah, yeah, so, no, yeah it's, it's funny. That, it's funny how you brought up how like, like, like the cats that were, you know, they, they were popular for a minute, and they'd be like, man, they really wasn't like saying anything or what. I'm right to say that, like, like I don't know, like. To this day, I still get funny looks from people because I would say the same thing like about like Gucci Mane, for example, and because it was like it, it was like I, I could listen to a song. I, I guess if there's one thing I hate about a rap song is if 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 you have a chorus but your verse has nothing to do with your chorus, and and, 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 it's, and, and it's like there's no logical flow or succession in your any succession in your. It's like I I cannot. That. Like, oh, that, that, yeah. that, and that's why I was like, no, I never liked, like, I, I would, I never liked the artist like Gucci, man. Yeah, you know, because it's just like, like, dude, like, my mom, my mom could do that. My, my, yeah. you know, my m
Shout out to Ryan uh, Ryan Atkinson though, another admin in Reform Bar. That man is still true to Gucci Man to, to this day. He still loves oh, rock and his music. Oh man, I'm I'm gonna have to rebuke him. I'm gonna have to rebuke him for that, man. Oh, <laughs> nah, I mean oh, I like I think the track that <laughs> I think the track that put me off to him was uh, to Gucci Man was uh, I think it was called Anti. And it's like it's supposed to be like a love song, honestly, where he's sitting there talking about, you know, why you gotta treat me all anti? We go together like burgers and French fries, you know. We, it's like man, this junk is mad corny, like yeah, what? exactly. <laughs> I was like, this junk is terrible, bro. Uh, I, I I couldn't do I couldn't do Waka Flocka. You know, it turned me off to Waka Flocka. Uh, I saw him on One on Six and Park once. And he was looking real stupid. Like I never really like listen, listen to him because I never because his music never really grabbed me enough to want to listen to it anyway. But like he was on he was on one of six and park once, and he was looking real stupid. Like like he, I, I don't know like he he was messing. He was talking about he was trying to do something about kids staying in school, but like like yeah. he screwed up. And then he, and then he was like he was like hey man can we get a do over? And they was like man this is live you know. <laughs> and we <was> just like <laughs> I think I remember that actually. <laughs> He was like, they was like, nah, man, this is live. This is live TV. Yeah, we own shit. Like, yeah. So anyway, it's my new video with the party. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, dude, like I can't believe this is this is what's happening right now, man. Matter of fact, for a minute, man, like, like a lot of the stuff that was coming out of, and I, I hate to say it because I think the South has some real good artists. Like, I, re- I really do believe that they had some real good artists, but the stuff that was, like, on the mainstream, it was just kind of, like, like, like cats that was getting put out there, like, like I couldn't stand D for L. Um, I mean, you know, uh, I couldn't think, who, who else was coming out around that time? I just, uh, uh, franchise boys, I wasn't big fans of them. I just wasn't. I, I wasn't really one of the huge fans of what was happening out there, because, because I, I, needed, yeah. I needed some lyricism and content and substance, or, or at least a good story. Like, you ain't even got to... I mean, if you can at least tell a good story, you know. Exactly, exactly. You know, like what's coming with that. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly why, like, you can never go wrong with like East Coast, man. Like, <laughs> I know, yeah. I know that, you know, like, there's always that huge division, man. But honestly, that division is actually starting to fade away a lot these days. It's kind of sad because that East Coast style, yeah. man, is starting to like be looked down upon by these younger cats. Yeah, which is sad. But you know, like, here's the thing: like, I, I love the fact like there were powerhouses from every region that 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 did it right. You know, um, you know, like even though Pac started on the East, he took it to the West. You know, there was a, yeah. you know, in the South, you had outca- like come like outcasts. Like ridiculous, you know, and, and uh, you know, they, they were one of my favorite groups from down there. Um, and then even 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 Ti had it, you know, and, and, and Ludacris. Like for a while, like they were man, for me, like they, they were you, solid artists. I'll tell you what, man. Like Paper Trails is for real. Like that was like the first album, uh, first hip hop album I actually bought myself. You know, because I'm really? still young, obviously. Yeah, but that's the first yeah. album I bought with my own money. And uh, like that, that album is a classic to me. Like for real, like there's a lot of really like good tracks on there, like that are yeah. classic to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I remember like like Dead and Gone, you know, like Ready for Whatever, you know, like there's just so many dope tracks on that album. And yeah, I, I, yeah, man. I was like bite tooth and tooth and nail for that job. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm gonna ask you this now. Now, when 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 the when salvation became real for you, 
did you did you go through the the stage where you're just like man cutting out everything secular yeah i mean i know that like i remember seeing that you had uh you saying that you had done that and i've yeah starting to look back on that like i was actually just thinking about this a couple weeks ago i mean i did too um actually i mean the only thing that really actually brought me back into listening to you know secular hip-hop every once in a while um was actually reform bars <laughs> um really? i actually yeah um i remember actually feeling really uncomfortable at first when we first started up reform bars um a couple of cats like posting some secular you know like some dude posted a video from loaded luck you know <laughs> uh in his battle yeah. with calico talking about you know uh grown man uh, you know and yeah like, i remember feeling like mad uncomfortable at first but i mean honestly like i started thinking about it and i was like you know this is art and um i mean like yeah i don't like agree with the message and i don't um i don't support the message that a lot of it pertains to but i can appreciate um, being inspired by things like, you know, rhyme schemes and wordplay and things like that. And right, right. right. And, um, it's, it's, it's like, I'm not going to sit here and say that the message that a lot of them have in their music is beautiful, but the music itself has a lot of like, beautiful aspects to it, which um, honestly, like a lot of, you know, Christian hip hop artists, you can tell, are influenced by. Yeah. Like, you can, That's you know, look at. What's up? My bad. No, no, wait, wait, you finished. Uh, I mean, like, you can look at, uh, you know, guys like Shy Lin, you, you know, who I consider the greatest Christian hip-hop artist of all time, and look at, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, he has a sample from, like, Most Def on, you know, one of his tracks, and he, he actually in, uh, in, uh, what was it, I'm Hot, he, like, references Most Def at one point, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, like, and you can tell, like, the rhyme schemes that he, that he uses, it, I mean, like, they're, they sound like something that most definitely say sometimes. So it's like, right. you can look I'm... at how, what's up, my bad. You can just look at, like, uh, how, like, influences like that. Like, a lot of these Christian artists, like, they're not just coming up with, you know, no, like, foundation. You know, like, a lot of these guys, obviously, are influenced by, like, the artistic abilities of these secular guys. Through that. I was just about to say how I was having a conversation with somebody, uh, you know, who who knows him. And they just said, because I remember, I remember when I first heard Shylin, I remember thinking like, man, this dude, it's like, it's like he sounds like somebody. Not that he's trying to copy this guy's <laughs> style or anything, but it's like, man, he sounds like somebody that I could never put my finger on who he reminded me of, or at least, matter of fact, I mean, <laughs> yeah, right, all day before because before before I, before I even knew what Shylin really looked like, there was a picture of a rapper, but I just couldn't think of who it was, and then and it was Pharaoh Munch, and I forgot what I, what I came across that song. But it's like, and, and it's really more so not necessarily like in his rhyme scheme, but like in his uh, vocal time or so to speak, like 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 in the, like the way his voice sounds, uh, like the mm-hmm. kind of like he got like a like like his voice is almost similar to his, and I don't think he's doing that to bite his style. It's just like that's him, you know. But like nevertheless, exactly. so uh, you know, like nevertheless, so I come to find out, man, that used to be one of his favorite rappers, you know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's when I was showing one of my boys, uh, and, and I got to tell you, like, like, this is one of my, like, unsaved friends from, like, way back, you know, from high school and whatnot. I mean, so often go, I sit down, and then, like, I was, like, showing him, uh, I was showing him this joint that I got, that I got, uh, that I'm working on, that I haven't recorded yet, and, and it's like, he was like, man, it's like, 
I'm trying to think, and, and it's like I don't even want to say it like this because it's, it's, it's because it's like I'm not trying to put myself on 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 their level of skill and delivery. But he was like, he says like my style to him sounds like a like a, a mixture of like DMX and Eminem, which is with just a Christian content. Um, you know, and it's like you know, again, not on not necessarily on like because you know. I, I don't even want people thinking that I'm that I got anywhere near the lyrical capabilities of like Eminem, but I guess mm-hmm. it's more it was more so in, it was more so like in delivery, you yeah. know, like yeah. like yeah, like 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 you know, like like in the emphasis on certain syllables or, or so forth, and, and it's like okay, it's I, so I get what you're saying, you know. Um, one song, uh, somebody said, uh, you remember Camp Low? Who? Uh, Camp Low. It's a, it's a group called Camp Low. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I thought you were reference to my reform bars. I don't know no, why. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. But now, but like, but Camp, Camp Low was like just doing uh, had songs like Black Nostalgia and uh, Lutini or whatnot. Mm-hmm. It, anyway, I, I probably I probably shoot you a link. You probably be like, oh yeah, I know them. But like uh, like there was some mm-hmm. song I had. and It was like, man, you kind of kind of got that Camp Low flow, and it's like you don't really. And, and the thing is, it's like you're right because like no matter what it is that you do in life, like you. are like the way that you put, you know, put whatever it is that you do out there, it's inspired by somebody somewhere in some shape, form, or fashion. Even the way that we laugh, that's like a, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying? it's mm-hmm. like like a, we have a learned laugh based upon the people that we heard laughing as we come up. You know, it's just, you know, so yeah. like, you, so I I, 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 could, I could feel that, man. And I'm, you know, I'm with you. Like, reform bars kind of got me back into a place where it's like I can listen. I listen to clean versions of stuff. You know, and if it ain't mm-hmm. clean, it does bother me. You know, but like I go back and I listen to some old school joints, man. And, and honestly, man, I start feeling nostalgic, man. I got kind of wish I can go jump back in the time machine and kind of <laughs> go backwards a little bit for just for a little bit. You know, yeah. but I mean, I kind of feel that same way. Only being able to go back in time before, like I, I was even alive and like experience things like that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, really, kind yeah, of like just, the bomb. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was born in '95, so. I mean, I was yeah. around, but, you know, I didn't, you know, I was like one year old whenever Pac died, you know, so, like, you know, I wasn't there to be able to, like, experience, like, you know, exactly what a lot of those things were like. Um, Dude, that's crazy. I, I didn't realize you was that daggum young, man. Like, I was in high school when that happened, you know? <laughs> yeah, bro. I true, mean, I'm true, young. true story. <laughs> true story. I, what, year, I what year you graduate? So well, you're, you're I graduated in '99. In '99, you were like four years old. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you was like man. three, turning four that year, man. That was, graduated in '99. That was, I, hey, hey, matter of fact, me and my boys to this day, we still talk about man, like '81. Around 1981, they stopped making them like us, man. And it was like that's like this. <laughs> but we we always say that, but like like 1999, man, like that. And I'm, I just saying, like like man, like around that time, like it was. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was weird, man, because it was like it was it was like you were starting to see like kind of like the birth of the geek. Like like now it's a, now it's cool to be a geek, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But like coming out of the coming out of the nineties and into like this like the new millennium, like like you see the birth of that starting to happen. You know, it's like it was like it was like this there was this this shift and this transition. Like now where nerdy stuff that that really you were supposed to kind of grow out of actually became cool for adults. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but like it just you just like you I don't know like it's like it kind of took over, but that like I don't know like that music that came from that time, like man, it was just it was like it, even even when it was gully, it was fun. 
you know, even mm-hmm. when it was good, it was it was fun, and, I, and and it's like you just don't like now. It's like I hear it, and it's like whereas the content is the same, it seems like there's something different about it. Like it's like it's almost like man, you guys are just being nasty to be nasty, or, or something. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I, I can't even explain it. Like I, I just can't, I can't get with it, man. And I'm, apparently, man, you, you were born in the right decade, but I guess a little bit too late. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean. <laughs> You know, my era growing up was with, you know, 50 Cent and Eminem and, you know, Ja Rule. <laughs> like, all those oh. guys, you know, that was that was the time I was growing up. Kanye, that was, you know, those yeah. were the guys who were high when I was coming up, so. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I used to love Kanye. Yeah, I, I mean, his first three him. albums were dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like after that, man, I don't know. Personalities play a, play a huge role with me, man. Like if, if you a jerk in real life, I have a hard time supporting your music. I don't know. That's just yeah. me. Yeah. Hey, so, so 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 explain to me, man. Like you know, you've been one of the founding members of Reform Bars. Like, man, how did that kick off? So, uh, Jason, uh, Henrik, um, Julian. Uh, Why well, I don't even. Know. Humphrey. Yeah, Julian Humphrey. I don't know why my mind is playing. Uh, but yeah, us three, we were part of another group, um, and we, you know, kind of just came together. We all three realized, yeah, we all love Christian hip hop, and we realized that there was no like, you know, all these other reform focused groups. You know, like Reform Pub was like the main one starting off, and then you know there became like you know Reform Geek Culture. There became. Uh, yeah. you know, like the the five point sports bar, or, you know, or five point lead sports bar, you know, like all these other like reform yeah. groups, and none of them were like actually focused on hip hop at at all. So, um, you know, Jason, I mean, I was already kind of thinking about it like for a couple of weeks prior to that. I think like you know maybe even like a couple of months, and but I just didn't know who I should hit up about it. You know, if I wanted to do it with somebody. Mm-hmm. Or if I should, like, you know, talk to somebody about them starting it up or whatever. But then, you know, Jason just hit Julian, me up, and was like, hey, you know, Reform Bars Group, you in? You know, if you want to be an admin or not? And I was like, sure, man, I'm down. And, um, yeah. you know, those first few months with Bumpy, you know, kind of like they still are now, where, you know, there was a lot of Lecrae conversation. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were there. <laughs> you were yeah. there. So, yeah, um, I, I was... Yeah, I, I was there. You know, <laughs> man, it, yeah, it got a little crazy. <laughs> got a little, yeah, got a little I mean, crazy. yeah, I mean, but hey, you know, like, it, it actually saddened me, man, like, seeing you posting up tra- your own tracks, because I remember, like, I remember actually, like, inviting you in there. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was like, just saying hey. that. Yeah, 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 you were the one, who, you were the one who, uh, matter of fact, I met you in the Reform Pub. Yeah, about yeah, it. you posted. I, I forgot. You posted your solo yeah. script tour track in Reform Pub, and I remember listening to that and being like, "Yo, like this this beat ain't that great, but this man can flow like <laughs> nobody's business, man. Like this dude's dope." Yeah. So yeah, I remember being like, "This is my dude right here." And then you posted like new tracks that had you know better beats to them, like in Reform Bars eventually, and, like Church, you know, uh, Letters of Church or uh, yeah, this goes after the church. Yeah, what's that one called? Um, yeah, to the church. Yeah, yeah, like. That I mean, like you know, that track where you straight flowing on that thing, man. And, um, I remember even watching like uh, that on beat, um, like live stream where you sent it in, and 
<laughs> um, like where O'Brien Martinez was critiquing it a little yeah. bit. I, I remember yep. seeing that. That was dope. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was just like I remember seeing like not many people were even like commenting or liking. And so I just started tagging people. We're like, man, let's, let's get this man some hype. Like, come on. <laughs> we get this man some <laughs> yeah, music going. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, appreciate that, man. And you, you know, the crazy problem. thing is, bro, man, you know, to, to be honest with you, man, like, like, you know, I, 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 you know it's, it's strange because I feel like sometimes, man, like, like I put stuff out there and, like, you don't really, like, circulate that heavy. I mean, I don't, I don't have, like, a whole market of team, this, that, and the other, or whatnot, but, like, it doesn't really, like, go viral. And I think in all honesty, I think that happens in God's providence because it straight keeps me humble, you know. And and uh, and I and I, I thank Him for it, you know, because like when it comes to those who do hear it and those who do like it, I mean, I don't whether it's one person or a hundred people, you know, I just thank God that, you know, I thank God that somebody digs it, you know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, because because if anything, worst case scenario, I know that I dig it and me and my kids love it. And we'll sit there, we'll ride to it on the, on road trips, you know, and you know, then that's that. And, you know, and, but but like yeah, man, I you know I appreciate that love, and you know it's because of you, I, I you know it's because of you, I got into reform bars, and 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 then after that, man, it's just kind of been a kind of been a rap, man. It kind of took on like a snowball for me because I started meeting like other Christian artists who who a lot of people don't know, but but these are some solid brothers, man, and and um and and that's just, I don't know, I in all honesty, like like when when Dwayne brought the idea of doing this as a spinoff show man I gotta tell you man like like I just started thinking about people in the reform bars and it's like 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 because I mean because because for one like these are some of the most easiest people to access and then not only that man these are some good down-to-earth solid brothers that you can put out there on the on the forefront man and you know what I'm saying? And I, I dig that about that's what I dig about the group man that's why like regardless of what happens in the group man, I think I might be a part of the group for a long time unless y'all start going heretical you know, I mean, that's all the two. As long as I'm an admin, as long as I'm an admin, and I know the rest of the admins, man. As long as like all the rest of us are set in there, we good. Ain't no heresy on me. Yeah. But honestly, that's one of my favorite things about the group, though, is seeing like you know, artists don't matter if you're like big time or small time or whatever. You know, it's one of my favorite things is seeing people like y'all interacting with. You know, not just with your fans, but with each other. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. And y'all like cut yeah. loose and like cracking jokes at each other. You know, like I'll see yeah. like Rizzo and Goya go at each other or something, or like I'll see you <laughs> and Gary and you know like sit there and you know go back and forth a little bit. You know, or Genesis and you know Stephen the Levite or something. You know, it's like man, these are some. This is really dope. Just sitting back and watching. I don't even got a comment or like. I, I just want to sit here and watch. You know. Yeah, man. So. Yeah. I, you know, I, it's one thing about man. Like it's, it's something about like reformed Christians, man. Like, like we got like a weird sense of humor in a sense. But like it's the stuff be funny, and it's like some of the stuff like if you're not a theology nerd, it's gonna go over your head, you know, and, and or what have you. And it's like I kind of I kind of dig that because it's like I don't know, like some reformed Christians are some of the dankest. <laughs> I have some of the dankest comedy and it's like I, and it's like I, lo- and it's like I like that though. It's like it's weird, you know. It's, it's nice to finally have people because like, I'm gonna keep it real. Like you're here in Omaha, like I got I got friends, but like I don't have friends that um, in which I have like this this common love for reformed theology with. Like, not 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 too many. I got a few that are here in Omaha, but not not too many. And it's like I interact with with with. with guys in the group or you know what I'm saying whether in the group or outside of the group but I interact with those guys who are part of that group uh, you know 
like more than I do with the people here. Which I don't know if that's sad or not, but I'm just saying like I mean I think some bonds have, have been formed out of the, out of the foreign bars, you know, group man and, and you know, I absolutely love it. But I think that's probably one of the greatest things I could have done was create a group uh for for, for people to talk about good art, good music. Mm-hmm. Um Amen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so so that's huge. Um before we uh before we press off, because it's coming coming up on like about like thirty six minutes here. Uh, there's something I want to talk about, man. Uh, I want to ask you about because um, you uh it, it was a post that you made today, and uh and man like you know just just thought man you just want kind of wanted to get your heart and you know what I'm sending your feelings behind uh some of the you know some of the stuff that's been happening in this country. You and I we uh we met in G3, which was which was a, a huge. Uh, honor and pleasure on my part, you know, uh, you know, meeting you yeah, face to face and so forth. Yeah, and, and um, yeah. We, yeah, man, that was that was awesome. And uh, we, you know, we we started to talk it up, you know, a little bit about this, but we didn't really dwell on it a whole whole lot. But but you know, um, dealing with the injustices in this country, man, like like um, like where do what do you think? What do you think should be the position of the church and when I the church I don't I don't care if we white, black, yellow, purple, brown, whatever. What do you think the position should be? What on what on what it should have looked like to the world? Honestly, um for me, I feel like the church, uh the position really should be listen first and then act. Um because honestly, um <laughs> there's so much conversation that ends up happening but for the most part it's almost all one-sided in the uh, topic of racism you know um i know that obviously you know you're you're black you're a black brother and i'm you know filipino and greek myself um and like (laughs) it's um like there are a lot of like black brothers that obviously do side with you know, the majority culture on, you know, the fact that, um, you know, like there's no systemic racism, you know, like basically like, let's just, you know, like this, there's nothing to talk about essentially. But for me, looking at it growing up inside of minority culture myself, like going, like I said, I grew up on the streets, grew up around, you know, a lot of minorities inside of like really rough neighborhoods, you know? And um, for me, it's like, I need people to really just like listen whenever, you know, like these people talk and um, not just try to like overpower them in conversation and just say like, you know, shut up and stop talking, you know, like get in line essentially. It's more like the church needs to sit here and say, okay, what are the issues that you're bringing to life? Why are you saying this? And what do you actually think um, is happening? Like. Show me what is happening, that you're seeing this oppression happen to minorities in your in culture. And um, honestly, like, it's sad because that doesn't happen very often, you know what I mean? And um, it, a lot of times it's basically just like minorities are kind of just sitting there in the pews feeling as if they're, you know, by themselves, you know, like, as if they're being betrayed by the majority brothers in there in their uh, churches in the pew right next to them, you know? And um, and it's not necessarily a matter of like spite and like desire to like basically just turn their backs on them. But I know, I know a lot of minority brothers that are really just starting to feel fatigued 
and really just tired and burned out because they just like they're basically not given a voice you know and these are godly brothers you know like um that i know love the lord with you know all their heart you know what i mean and have a strong desire to serve the church but they're just constantly being beat down and beat down and it's not necessarily just with explicit racism either you know where it's like um you know where they're you know explicitly told stop talking or where you know obviously like jim crow where they have to like you know drink out of several water fountains it's it's, it's below the surface type of stuff you know like where you know where you know, racist jokes and things like that even can kind of like wear down and kind of just like, um, even though the person that's saying them sometimes can try to mean them in like a, in a very like uh, innocent and like, you know, joking way, but it's just, it hurts sometimes. And it's not a matter of just, you know, being soft, it's just a matter of like constantly feeling like they're being beat down, you know? So. Um, yeah, I, I I think you know, and I, and I hear what you're saying. I think with a lot of this, man, like uh, people are on, on both sides are interpreting the, like the whole scenario from experiences. You know, um, like like whereas there there are many there are many black people who say us, and you know, you guys are talking about white supremacy. I don't experience that. Like I don't feel that. I don't I don't see that. Like I I you know I get pulled over by cops. I get left alone because I'm compliant, and then. Whereas there are those who are like, you know, let's say, well, yeah, it does exist because, man, every time I walk into a store, I'm getting followed, or, or, or every time, every time I touch, get behind the wheel, I'm getting stopped, or, you know, this, that, and the other. And I think, you know, I don't, and, and, I, and I've always taken this approach to where, again, this, this is me. I've always taken this approach, and I, and I have been on, on, on the side of a. Uh, you know, like I've been been the object of a racist attack. Like, like I mean, straight up. And I mean, I'm, I mean, blatantly. I remember being told by kids, like straight to my face, and go back to Africa. You know, which to which I always reply, man, I never been there. You know, but like I remember, I, you know, I got I, I, I remember getting bullied just because I was darker than than I'm like I I know like I I felt that to, to the fullest and to the to the T. You know, and then. I guess, you know, like I always looked at it, you know, and I, and I think people misunderstand me when I be like, yo, the gospel is the solution to this. I'm not saying just preach the gospel. What I'm saying is, is that preach the gospel, preach the gospel and obey what Jesus tells us to do. And I, and I think for me, that, that for, for some folks, it's like, because like there's extremes in all of it. And, and, and me as a, as a Christian who happens to be black, when you say I did that, no, I'm not a black Christian, I'm a Christian who happens to be black. Um, mm-hmm. I... I, you know, like I, I see, it's like I feel like there's a there's a there's a middle ground somewhere where we where we can put this all in balance. I recognize that people who hate other people in any respect, whether whether we whether we call it racism or this that and the other, that's a that you know so that's a branch of sin being present in the world. Then on the flip side, you know, like you know, like like there's that you know you got these folks who who uh, who feel like racism is the root of all problems and it's like well no that's not you know that's not true you know racism yeah. is not the root of all of our problems um you know it racism is a problem but it's not the root of all of our problems i, I had a got a friend out here you know she believes that that that, that sin flows from racism it's like no that's that's backwards you know um and so it's, it's so it's real hard and and you know and i guess also i kind of i've also and this, and this is just me personally talking right here. I kind of always take an issue with with what seems to be like 
passions that 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 are being sparked by like a media frenzy. You know, like like it's like that because this is the hot topic in the story. We're gonna go ahead. We're gonna show these types of stories, but we're gonna ignore everything else that's happening elsewhere. Uh, you know, and, and me, I'm kind of just like I was like, you know, I feel like, I, I, and again, I, and I could be wrong. This is just what it seems to me that if it's like an officer-involved shooting, which is horrible in any respect, whether that whether that person was guilty or innocent, which is always horrible. You never want to take anything away from that. Uh, whether it was hate field or whether it was a righteous shooting, that's a, that's a horrible. Uh, you know, when it's an officer-involved shooting, it's like all of a sudden we're on a march. But then, like here, I look at like like I'm originally from Illinois, you know, outside of Chicago. In Chicago, west side of Chicago, I hung out a lot, a lot of family out there. You know, that's that's home for me. You know, when I hear when I see what's happening in the streets, it's like I don't see that same outrage. You know, and and so and that's where, you know, it's like man, like like really like that same outrage should be for that, just as that same outrage should be for everybody who's murdering their babies in the womb, just as this, that same outrage should be expressed every time an officer kills an unarmed team. You know, um, you know, I mean, and, and that's that's, that's well, I, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, so so when I you know growing up, um, you know, I had a, one of my best friends. Whenever I was in high school, his name was Will Trower. Um, back in 2011, uh, he got shot and killed um, because of you know gangs in Fayetteville, where I grew up, and um, it was black on black crime. Um, so for me, I mean, like me personally, seeing the effects of what happened, I did see that kind of outrage. Obviously, there wasn't like riots and everything but there, I saw a town kind of gather around um, yeah and see and like really kind of like that was really a wake up moment for myself because uh, I was involved with that type of stuff when I was younger so for me like seeing my best friend you know shot and killed was you know like you know there and then gone the next day you know what I mean um, that was a wake-up call for me, and it showed me, okay, I can't be involved with this stuff no more. And I, like, I saw the town gather around and being like, black-on-black crime needs to stop. Gangs in this town need to go away, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, obviously it still hasn't, but there has, yeah. but there is many voices speaking up and out against these types of things. And it's not as if these things are not being addressed. The thing is, is that we can't just justify one sin because there's you know because another sin is happening and it's right, not right. necessarily I, as I, I talked totally about in the media. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I totally and, agree with that. Yeah, there's nothing just about about any of that. I totally agree yeah. with that. Yeah, and I mean yeah. like that's that's one of the things, man, like there's there needs to be a consistency in in the church, you know what I mean? Like I see it a yep. lot. Um, you know, like they whenever somebody talks about hey man like you know like there's uh, racism happening in this instance with like say Philando Castillo up in Minnesota you know and then mm -hmm. you know like people come at them sideways and they're just like you know hey what about black on black crime it's like kind of sideways and it's like out of nowhere it's like hey you know just because that's wrong doesn't mean that this police officer's not wrong as well so right. and and um not just that, but it's like they also, you know, the church, I mean, like I am 100%, you know, obviously against abortion, but people in the yeah. church 
try to run to that issue with racism just as much as black on black crime so much and if not more in the church and it's just like for me when I see, you know, like one of my, my African-American black brothers, you know, post something up that says, you know, um, Black Lives Matter too, you know, it's, it's not, you know, it's meaning like, you know, black lives have value. It's not saying that they place in a value higher than, but it's, they have value as well and just as much value as any other person. And so whenever yeah, what, I see, what, what's my bad? What we say? No, I was gonna say which, which again. I agree with that. I do. I do agree yeah. with that. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm, a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm against the Black Lives Matter movement, which is you know something completely yeah. different. But I but I agree with that statement that Black Lives yeah. Matter. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, like, so. But the thing is, is that whenever like you know one of my black brothers put something like that up, and then uh-huh. you know like a, like some Christians come at him and they're like, but well, what about abortion? And then later on that day, that same person put up a post about abortion they literally could you know say like you know we need to be fighting for abortion but then that same person that was saying you know like black lives matter too they could post on there and be like but what about all lives matter you know like unborn lives don't matter more than those that are already born you know so like there needs to be consistency in our rhetoric if we're gonna sit here and say like all lives matter in church you know what i mean like we yeah i can't I, I totally, I, the lives of the unborn above you know right I, I i totally agree with that you know i i, to, I totally agree with that I, I agree with the church being consistent um and and and, and again it's just, it's it seems to me and maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm oversimplifying it but i'll i can I, i'm just kind of just stuck on this whole on the whole notion that that the only way to stay consistent is to stick with the gospel, with, with not not just preaching the gospel, but obeying what Christ has told us to do, which is which ultimately is uh, with us loving God with our all and loving our neighbors and loving our enemies. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, and and, and, just, I, and I, I believe. That, my bad. I'm sorry, I mean, cut you off. I was just okay. saying that really, obviously, that does absolutely 100% needs to be central. You know, um, I mean, like there's the gospel is about reconciliation between God and man right Mm -hmm. and through that reconciliation between God and man is a reconciliation between man himself you know amongst themselves so it's like you know we will come together as one body united in Christ you know one Lord one faith one baptism you know what I mean like we yeah um, we are united in Christ Um, and So, like, the gospel needs to be central and it needs to go forth, and that's the only thing that really can bring about true reconciliation um, amongst men. But, you know, that can't be, like, the only thing that we say, you know, is, um, you know, we need to recognize specific sins as well, you know what I mean? Obviously not elevating one sin above another, but we need to be able to say, you know, just like we're calling out from the church saying, you know, like, hey, like, you know, homosexuality, the church's stance is the fact that that is wrong. Abortion as Christians is wrong, you know? The Mm -hmm. church also needs to come out and recognize, you know, like racism and the acts that are happening inside of our culture. Um, is wrong. So it's wrong. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. Basically, so. basically acknowledge wrong when you see it and stop trying to. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Stop trying to soften the wrong when it when it when it was wrong. 
Yeah, I got you. I, 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 can, I can concur with that. Hey, um, appreciate you for sharing your heart and your thoughts on that, man. Um, you know, that very, very tough subject, man, but, but yeah, that's good stuff. Um, real quick, who are you listening to uh, Christian hip-hop-wise these days? Man, my boy Douglas Rodden. Reby versus man, that dude <laughs> coming up like, that, that dude is putting in work um yeah and i got a lot of respect for him um and he's definitely in my top five current rappers right now um i would say strack he's putting in a lot of work right now averaging dollars yeah um, making a, he's making a lot of noise man he's one of those ones i feel like you know more people need to be listening to his stuff love that dude's voice man Yes, sir. I love his voice. Uh, I had the opportunity to be on a couple of joints with him, so you know I'm, I'm a little excited about that. Yeah, like he sounds like a re- almost like a reformed Dayton. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, which Dayton is a solid brother too. He's got nothing but yeah. love and respect yeah, yeah. for that man. But, but true that, true that. Uh, I'm, I, I, and then obviously, <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously Chris Jones. Um, that's my dude yes, right there. Um, and then yes, whenever you put out work, man, whenever you put out work, I'm always <laughs> putting that joint on blast. So I, pr- I promise um, you, I got some new stuff coming. I've been I've been slacking, but I, I promise I got some new stuff coming, man. Hopefully, y'all like it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, don't forget about them Wrath and Grace brothers, man. Like always, give them yeah. shout out, shout out. Always. Um, yeah, like love those brothers over there. Can't wait for Mario Esco's album to drop. Yeah, Armory Armory working on his. So. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is. I did read about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yep. excited. And then, uh, <laughs> man, and then Zeta Blacksmith working on his too. Man, I'm just. Yep. I'm excited. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, I hope that I need to. I need to call Zay. I, we were talking the other week, man. And yeah, that's. I love that dude, man. He, my kids call him the angry rapper. <laughs> yeah. He, he, I mean, he, he do. always sounds so mad. He always sounds <laughs> mad, man. But we love his stuff. I'm. Yeah, so so yeah, he he's pretty dope, man. And I'm um that Christ Centric, man. I'm excited about that. Yep, coming yeah. out this Friday. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to get on that one. Yeah, but listen, yeah, people, bro. People, what, what, what were you saying? I was just saying people been asking to do a Roman album for a while, so you know, you know, I'm excited for that. So yeah, yeah, we've been waiting for that one for a minute, man. So so like, yeah, the, the anticipation was high on that one. Yes, sir. True, true story, man. That that one joint uh, that they dropped, it was on like Romans one. Uh, was that Third um, Kennedy? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was that beat was so monster. That beat yes, was sir. so monster. Man, yeah, I, had, man, I like, sent that joint to like three of my uh, secular hip hop fr- uh, head friends, like uh, three of my unbelieving friends, man. And they yeah. were like, yeah, this dude is fire. So yeah, you know, that dude was just straight. Ex- he was just straight executing scripture, and I was like, dude, this is so. This is so cool. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I was playing it at work, and I'm sitting there as, as you drop it. So I was like, man, that's verse 18 right here. <laughs> I remember doing that. That's like, <laughs> like so <cool>. word for <laughs> word. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so like, just, yeah, that dude was putting straight gospel in it, man. Yeah, man. I, 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 I love that, man. Hey, uh, so. I know you're not an artist, but I always give people an opportunity to, uh, to, to, to tell folks where they can be found or, or where they can, they can connect, man. So this is a good time for you to pump yourself or the group up. So tell the folks where they can find you. Um, so you can hit me if up you on Facebook, be man. That's, 
that's that's really the only spot that I got is Facebook. Um, I don't got no other social media. Um, but honestly, Reform Bars, that's really the main spot that you're going to be able to see me at. You know, I'm always active in there. Um, Say you know, word. Up, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Sounds good. All right, so folks, y'all heard it, man. Y'all been hearing us talk about the group with the other rappers uh, online. Uh, Reform Bars, it's the it's home. You know, y'all need to go check it out on Facebook. Also, uh, be sure to check us out at the Bar Podcast. That's our page. Also, check the original page, the page that started it all. Be not deceived. If you haven't, click onto that page, hit the like button, see what we're exposing. Um, look out, be on the lookout for um, my boy Dwayne with the Bar Podcast. You know, that's the home show. Then also be listening for uh, Virgil and, and, and Daryl, uh, who is our newest uh, member to the team. They got their show. I can't remember the name of it right now. So Dwayne's probably going to kill me for saying this online. But be on the lookout, man. Find find us, man. We can check out thebarpodcast.com. I'm your boy, T. Barlow. You can find me on Facebook. So, yeah, just check us out. Check for us, man. We're going to be having some more shows and stuff coming. we got a big surprise coming up at the end of October. Uh, be sure to check out thebarpodcast.com for your, for your gear, for your bar podcast gear, because I know you want to look fresh like us. So, yeah, get there. I uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, Samuel, stay on the line real quick. I want to holler at you real quick. The rest of y'all, man, grace and peace. Love y'all to life. Grace and peace. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there